RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Aaron Tam. Tonight's headlines. Hong Kong has confirmed its fourth case of the new Omicron variant. HKU scientists who successfully isolated the new variant say they will work with mainland drug makers to create a vaccine against Omicron. And a government advisor has said diligence is a crucial part in values education to be taught at Hong Kong schools. Hong Kong has found a fourth case of the Omicron COVID variant. The patient is a traveller who spent days stuck at the airport here. Wendy Wong reports. Health officials say the man, who's 38, is a transit passenger who arrived in Hong Kong from Qatar on November 24th. He had earlier travelled from Papua New Guinea to Nigeria. After arriving in the SAR, he stayed airside in the airport's restricted area for days due to a visa-related issue and tested positive in a pre-departure test on Saturday. It was only later that he was found to be carrying the Omicron variant. Places where the man visited in Terminal 1 have been subject to a mandatory testing order. SAR officials are linking the infection to Nigeria. The country has only just confirmed its first cases of Omicron, including in samples it collected in October, suggesting the variant turned up there weeks before it was reported in southern Africa. University of Hong Kong scientists say they will collaborate with mainland drug makers to develop a vaccine against the Omicron variant. Researchers say it would take a few months to make an inactivated vaccine using the virus they had successfully isolated from a specimen. Again, here's Wendy Wong. University of Hong Kong microbiologist Yun Kwok Yong said the isolation of the Omicron variant was an important step towards finding out how transmissible and virulent it is, while the virus could also be used to test the efficacy of existing vaccines and treatments. We are open to any collaboration. If we can help with the fight against this pandemic, we are very happy to share the virus with anyone who really need, who really have the expertise to work with it. But he did not disclose the names of the companies, saying they have not signed an agreement yet. The expert also said people who have not been vaccinated should not wait for next-generation vaccines, but get inoculated immediately to protect themselves. Professor Yun looked at the first two imported Omicron cases in Hong Kong involved travellers who have been fully vaccinated. He said their immune response showed the vaccine they had received offered a satisfactory level of protection. Uh, within just a few days, there are antibodies that go up at least 10 times, uh, which is very uh, satisfactory, uh, especially in terms of uh, the immunological memory. Professor Yoon also warned of the possibility of a new COVID outbreak if the city's vaccination rate doesn't go up further. A government advisor on values education says there's a global problem of young people lacking goals in life and that's why diligence has been added as one of the core values to be taught in Hong Kong schools. He was speaking on an RTHK program a day after the Education Bureau unveiled its values and education curriculum framework aimed at instilling positive values and attitudes in school students using Chinese culture as the backbone. Maggie Ho reports. Alan Chow, a member of the Curriculum Development Council's Standing Committee on Values Education, said members had noticed more young people in general were slacking and living what he called a low-desire life, making it necessary to emphasize hard work in the new guidelines in the framework. It's not Hong Kong's unique problem. All around the world, young people in general tend to indulge in leisure and despise hard work. They get by and 
have no goals. They think they will never be able to buy a flat, so they spend their time on pleasure. The new guidelines make reference to an earlier moral and civic education curriculum framework, but remove some wordings, including respect, human rights and critical thinking. Mr Chow said if some terms are written in a rather sensitive way, frontline teachers may feel worried when they have to teach them. For the Declaration of Human Rights or all the human rights standards around the world outside Hong Kong, even though the document doesn't specifically state these terms, it doesn't mean we don't respect human rights. He said he believes teachers are professional enough to make their own judgment on such matters. And now the weather. It will be fine and very dry. Tomorrow morning we'll see a minimum temperature of about 14 degrees and it'll reach 20 degrees during the day. The temperature now is 17 degrees and the humidity is 39%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. A student acquitted of possessing a laser pointer for an illegal purpose is filing a lawsuit against the Security for Justice for damages. Jimmy Choi reports. West Kowloon Court found Park Pang not guilty of the charge in June, ruling that the prosecution had failed to prove beyond reasonable doubt that he had possessed a laser pointer at a protest in Mong Kok on November 11, 2019. Speaking to reporters about his lawsuit outside the district court, the 19-year-old said he believes prosecutors withheld documents during the trial, which were inconsistent with testimony given by two police officers. I'm filing this suit because um, certain evidence have arisen um, after uh, the conclusion of my criminal prosecution, uh, which suggests uh, the possibility of uh, certain documents which were withheld and not disclosed to the defense in the course thereof, um, which, in my opinions, have led to the criminal case um, being, um, to a certain extent, unfair which is why uh, I'm bringing the suit uh, to clear my name. The teenager who defended himself in the trial said he will represent himself again this time. At this juncture, I think I am most suitable to conduct the case as I'm most familiar with the facts and the relevant circumstances. The student said he's seeking $520,000 in damages. In response to RTHK's inquiries, the Department of Justice says it does not comment on individual cases. The High Court has overturned the conviction and sentence of a university student accused of hitting a mainland student two years ago. Chen Hoi Man has been given a nine-and-a-half-month prison sent term for assaulting occasional, occasioning actual body harm. Damon Pang has more. During a public forum at the University of Science and Technology in November 2019, the mainland victim was surrounded and assaulted by a group of people wearing face masks. Chen Hoi Man was arrested more than four months after the incident, which was caught on camera. A pair of glasses, trainers, a black knitted bracelet and an iPhone found at his home were presented as evidence during the trial, and the magistrate agreed that they were extremely similar to those of one of the assailants. But High Court Judge Albert Wong says these items are commonly found in the market, and the fact that Mr Chen was found to have such things four months after the attack was not enough to confirm that he was one of the perpetrators. After carefully inspecting the evidence, the judge said, he also thinks there's every chance Mr Chen was the assailant in question. But he added in his judgment on the appeal that it's hard to be at ease, that the magistrate's conviction ruling was safe and sound. 
Police say they've arrested 20 people on suspicion of money laundering over alleged online dating scams involving a total of $15 million. The operation was jointly carried out with Interpol and police in Malaysia, where another seven people were arrested. Here again is Damon Pang. The police alleged that the suspects used online platforms to chat to their victims who were asked to pay money for business investments or custom clearance fees for gifts. The three men and 17 women arrested in Hong Kong are aged between 20 and 66. They've been granted police bail pending further investigation. Cheng Waihou is a chief inspector in the Forces Cyber Security and Technology Crime Bureau. The biggest amount of money involved in one case was $1.8 million. The victim's a 29-year-old investment manager. He dated a suspect on an online platform, they discussed some investment proposals, and he fell into this fraudulent trap. Police say mobile phones, bank cards and documents were seized in the operation, and there could be further arrests. Shares of Macau junket operator Sun City have been suspended for the second time in three days as the fallout from the arrest of its CEO, Alvin Chow, continues. At the same time, Macau media and Reuters have been reporting that the Sun City group will now close all of its VIP gaming rooms in Macau casinos. Mike Weeks reports. Mr Chow was detained in Macau on Sunday following a crackdown by mainland authorities on cross-border gambling. Beijing is adopting a zero-tolerance approach to the promotion of gambling on the mainland, where it is illegal, and is seeking to rein in the flow of Chinese gambling-related funds into gaming hubs, outflows that last year deemed a national security risk. Ben Lee, the managing director of Macau Gaming Consultancy, iGamex, told RTHK that Beijing has been issuing edicts against mainland money being rooted offshore through gambling. Our suspicion is that it's different tiers of treatment that they will apply to different countries. And it is our contention that Macau is part of the blacklist, although probably the most lenient one, in that uh, you know they are now currently monitoring and individually approving visitors to Macau and this latest development confirms our suspicion that Macau is not exempt as some may have suspected. Some analysts estimate Sun City junkets account for about a quarter of Macau's gaming revenue. Shares in Win Macau, which analysts say is the casino operator most reliant on Sun City's gaming rooms, have been particularly hard hit, sliding a further 8% to bring this week's losses to 18%. New official data shows the gaming revenue in Macau grew 55% month-on-month in November, but was little change from a year ago. Analysts had expected a better performance as the SAR eased some border restrictions with the mainland. But Ben Lee says fears of more government control on the industry linger after the Macau government proposed to revamp its gaming law in September. The courts in Macau have adjudicated that the casino operators are now liable and responsible for the actions of the junket operators on their premises. Right. So this has implications going forward with uh, the latest development and the detention of the city's boss. Ben Lee for iGamex ending that report. A hundred and ninety-four member states of the World Health Organization have agreed to start work on a pact to prevent and control future pandemics. But as the BBC's Emojin folks reports, the deal is only the start of a longer process. We are looking at at least 
two years, I think, for a first draft of this treaty to be presented to member states of the WHO. And we know already that there are different viewpoints about how firm it should be and certainly how much power the WHO should have. So I think it's going to be a very interesting two years. In the meantime, as Dr. Tedros said, we have this pandemic that we absolutely need to get out of. The WHO head has hailed steps by its member states to launch work toward the international agreement. The agency's director general, Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, said the consensus was consensus decision was cause for celebration. The adoption of this decision is cause for celebration and cause for hope that we all need. Of course, there is still a long road ahead. There are still differences of opinion about what a new accord could or should contain. But you have proven to each other and the world that differences can be overcome and common ground can be found. The first tourists to fly into Fiji in more than 600 days were welcomed with song and dance after the Pacific nation pushed ahead with reopening plans despite the threat posed by the Omicron variant. Fiji's economy took one of the biggest pandemic-related hits in the world last year, declining by 19%, prompting the government to offer jobless people tools and cash to become farmers. Here's Tourism Fiji Chief Executive Brent Hill. This is a very very emotional moment for me. I'm sorry, a bit emotional because it's so momentous. 20 months, uh, it's like a train has run through Fiji. And uh, I'm so excited. You know, we've turned the corner and here we are. How can one not celebrate after you've been 20 months and now we have the first passengers that have come in? Times are exciting. Researchers have revealed for the first time how a relatively unknown species of dolphin hunts for its deepwater prey. Scientists at the University of Amsterdam say, say Rhesus uh, dolphins ha- use a unique spinning technique to descend at high speed to a layer of ocean rich in fish and squid. They say the dives are an energy-efficient way for the animals to reach depths of up to 600 meters. And a reminder of our top stories tonight. Hong Kong has confirmed its fourth case of the new Omicron variant. HKU scientists who successfully isolated the new variant say they will work with mainland drug makers to create a vaccine against Omicron. And a government advisor has said diligence is a crucial part in values education to be taught at Hong Kong schools. The news from RTHK. There ain't no good in our goodbye True love takes a lot of trying Oh, I'm crying
Kentucky Valley in the Four Seasons. Let's hang on to what we've got into our second hour this Wednesday night. Thursday just around the corner. Lots of memories to go between now and 1am. Hope you can stick around. Mama's 